0: Hey everyone! It's your host, Pam Spaccarotella, and on today's episode we talk with Mike Noble, a veteran truck driver who started in 1996 with Schneider Trucking. After 20 years as a company driver, Mike decided to take the plunge and become an owner-operator with LGT. Today we hear about how he got started and what made him decide to become an owner-operator after being a company driver for most of his career. So without further ado, let's talk to Mike Noble. Wow. Okay. Well, welcome back. Welcome to Driver Stories. Uh, today we have for our guest Mike Noble. Uh, welcome, Mike, to the podcast. Thank you. Mike Noble has uh, is been driving with LGT for th- four years. Five. Five years.
1: Yeah. Wow. Going on six, actually. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. So Mike's got a very interesting background, and I thought we'd talk a little about his background because a lot of you may be on the same career path and may be thinking about switching to owner-operator. So Mike, can you tell us a little bit about how you got started?
1: Well, uh, I started off when I was in the military. Getting out of the military, I went into Schneider truck driving because at the time they had free training. So I did that, and... It was two weeks of training, and I thought that was just enough for you to be dangerous in a truck, but I did it and got through it all uh six months later um working in another company with my stepdad and worked there for a couple of years, and then went to u s f Holland, where I stayed for twenty years and thought I was going to retire there but uh one company buys out another company and just everything. Falls to pieces because it wasn't a great company that bought our company. And then so I switched and uh, went to another company I thought was a great company, Air Liquide. Got into the uh, cryogenics and then uh, they get bought out. Or actually, Air Liquide buys air gas, I think. A mm-hmm. whole bunch of different things change hands. And I was just kind of tired of one company buying out another and the whole deal and always getting put back down in seniority because it was a whole seniority thing. And so I just decided to start my own business and did uh, a hotshot business. So I started that. Uh, it was going okay, but it wasn't great. I wasn't making the money I thought I was going to make. And But I remember seeing LGT trucks come into the Air Liquide plant there in Toledo, Ohio. And a buddy of mine and I, we kept looking at them going, man, those are nice trucks, you know. We really wish we knew how to do, you know, work for a company like that uh, and not really knowing anything about him. So we talked to the driver and he said that, you know, that he's an owner operator. Of course, I didn't know anything about owner operators or anything like that. And, uh, but long story short, uh, we, we started looking into it and he came over here first, uh, Jesse, mm-hmm. and then, um, uh, He was telling me all, all the great things about LGT. So I thought, you know what, I got to give it a shot and come over here. And I wish I'd have done it when you first opened, you know, it would have been, I'd have been a lot further ahead. So.
0: So you did your own business and then you came and became an owner operator, but you were a company driver first. So can you talk a little bit about what the differences are to you from being a company driver versus an owner operator?
1: Uh, there's lots of things actually. Um, obviously one is money. Um, you can make a lot more money as an owner operator. Second thing is just pride. You know, you feel a lot better when you're working for yourself. Um, it's not like you don't have anybody to answer to, but when you work for yourself, it's just, when you get things done, you feel a lot more accomplished than just getting a paycheck at the end of the week. You know, you have a there's just a lot more to it, the way, the way it makes you feel.
0: Some people say there's a lot more control over it. Like you get oh, to yeah. decide you know, when you go out, when you come back. And, oh,
1: yeah. Um, yeah? Yeah. Uh, you know, like before, working for a company, you would have to put in for Christmas off maybe or Easter or whatever. Uh, here, you can basically set your own schedule. You know, the more you want to work, the more you're going to get paid. If you want to work over Christmas, you can. If not, you know, I schedule it off myself, you know, and that's what I like about it.
0: So talking about, I'm still going back to the owner-operator because one of the questions or one of the things that people always tell me is the money is so much better. But how do you account for, I'm always cautious about that. How do you account for the fact that you have to pay your own health insurance? You have to pay your own employment taxes. I mean, do you take that into account when you're talking about how much money
1: uh, you make yeah you know it's funny because i've talked to other you know friends of mine that are still working back at holland and you know the money that they make compared to the money that they uh, that they don't pay in health insurance because it's their teamsters so they only pay 75 dollars a month i think is for their union dues and that takes care of basically everything um and then when they see how much i have to pay they're like hey yeah you know you, you're a sucker, you know, uh, they, they see it's really not worth being an owner operator until they see the final bottom line, you know, and yeah, I do pay for my lease. I have to pay for my own fuel, my own insurance, repairs on trucks and stuff like that. But in the grand scheme of things, when you have a much bigger paycheck, at you can pay for those things and still have a much bigger paycheck at the end of the week compared to the company drivers, you know, that are working for, you know, an LTL company or something like that.
0: If you, uh, if you had a young driver come up to you and tell you, hey, I'm interested in becoming an owner-operator, what's the one um, piece of advice that you would give over anything else?
1: Uh, obviously, get your LLC. Um, go to LGT. <laughs> <I> mean, seriously, <laughs> uh, it, they, you, you make it so easy. To be an owner operator i've talked to other owner operators and they've got to pay for their trailer rent and you know lots of all these other things and they're having to go get their own permits they're getting all this stuff that i don't really have to take care of you guys take care of that and it just makes it so easy to be an owner operator here at lgt
0: well that's good to hear so So I'm going to skip gears here a little bit and uh, talk a little bit about Tina. Okay. So a couple of years ago, I think it is now, Tina decided that she wanted to give up nursing and come drive a truck with you.
1: Well, yes and no. She didn't give up nursing to come drive with me. (laughs) She had already given it up. Okay. Uh, She was a 20-year nurse. Uh, She uh, did uh, work in, in, I think it was the NICU, Um, with babies and postpartum, antipartum mothers and stuff. And, you know, that was grueling enough. And then she became a uh, nurse trainer. And just with all the hours and all the headaches and, you know, I thought truck drivers worked a lot. They don't work anything compared to like nurses do. And so after 20 years, you know, that, that was enough. And I was working at LGT. I was making plenty of money. She didn't have to work anymore. So I told her, you know, go ahead and quit, you know, retire, be done. And so she did. She spent a couple of years at home, you know, fixing up the house, doing lots of things around the house. Uh, But eventually, you know, she's going to get bored of just sitting around too. So I told her, I said, you know, get your CDL and come out and work with me. And ever since she didn't, I didn't think she was going to at first. But then once she started really saying, you know, yeah, you know, this actually might work. Um, she did it and it's actually been great. Um, uh, we get to spend all of our time together. Um, my truck's a lot cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> I eat better when she's around. Um, we've got our dog with us. Uh, so yeah, I mean, everything worked great, you know, as far as her going and getting her CDL, um, yeah, it worked great.
0: Good. So does she like driving a truck?
1: Actually, she does. Yeah? That, that surprised me, too. I didn't think she'd like it as much as she does.
0: Um, she likes being out on the road, being... Yeah. Yeah?
1: Yeah. Seeing uh,
0: places you've never seen.
1: Right. And that's the thing is she hasn't done as much traveling as I have, obviously, with almost 30 years of truck driving. Um, But now she's, when she goes out west and we're in Nevada or Oregon or... You know anywhere in the badlands of South Dakota and stuff, it's a whole different world, and most people don't see that kind of stuff. But when she gets to come out with me and then she sees all this stuff it's it's like we it's like when she tells her friends it's like we're always on vacation, we're always traveling somewhere really cool and getting to see some cool stuff and get paid good money to do it. Any so. any
0: idea what your favorite places to go to What's your favorite state favorite?
1: Favorite state. Yeah. i tell you, as far as beauty, California is gorgeous there. Wouldn't want to live there, but okay. it's gorgeous. Um, favorite state to like drive through? Probably Florida. It's nice, flat, flat, you know, as far as a truck driver goes. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking of fuel mileage and wear and tear on my truck and stuff like that. Not running up and down mountains in Florida. It's beautiful. You got, Palm trees, um, weather's usually always nice, uh, always just nice things to see in Florida.
0: So do you guys ever stop and visit places while you're out there on the road? Yeah.
1: Um, like we'll actually make a plan that if our 34 hours is coming up, uh, we'll look for, like, if we know we're going to a certain destination on our way there, we'll look for a specific city that will, um. Uh, want to take a little mini vacation and park the truck we can either get an Uber or rent a car whatever and go play and have fun for a while yeah
0: um any memorable trips or events in your career hmm anything stand out something
1: neat was you know going down to SpaceX in McGregor Texas
0: okay.
1: and getting to you know when they tech are doing the tests on the rockets. Um, all the trucks have to park. I think we're about five miles away or whatever in a pad, and actually getting to hear and feel the thunder of the rockets actually blasting. And you know, you just no one's a test; it doesn't matter. I mean, it's still it's it just sticks with you forever. I'll always remember the rumble in my chest and and everything. It's almost like being at a concert. Yeah, wow. something like that was pretty neat.
0: Yeah. So, after she got on the truck with you, you guys had a new little addition, right? (laughs) Yeah. Names Macy, right?
1: Macy, yeah. Macy.
0: Macy. So, tell us about Uh,
1: Macy. Tina wanted a little French bulldog, just a little dog for the truck. Didn't want anything too big. But I didn't want to spend the money, $1,500 for a French bulldog. And so... Stupid me! I went ahead and paid three fifty for a golden retriever, but she ended up being a great dog. Um, she's she's a nice protector of the truck because if anybody walks around the truck, she'll bark at them. You know, so nobody actually wants to come up to the truck. But well, what they don't realize is, if somebody came up to the truck. She just lick them to death. You know, it's just <laughs> the way she is. So. And how is that
0: on the truck? Do you find customers are friendly towards that or are uh,
1: they? Well, we don't really have too many customers come up to the truck. Okay. It would mostly be people at the truck stops, uh, other truck drivers. You know, they're walking by or walking up in in between the trucks or whatever. She'll bark at them. Um, But it's, we know that it's just her actually just wanting to get their attention but her bark sounds mean and it's really not um and yeah I don't know. she's just a, a great dog actually you know as somebody to especially like if, with tina if i'm sleeping and she's at the truck stop and i don't have a worry about her walking around the truck stops because Maisie's always with her so
0: are you ready to take your driving career to the next level will look no further than LGT Transport. LGT specializes in tanker-specific materials like cryogenic liquids, carbon dioxide, specialty gases, and more. From transporting liquid nitrogen to NASA's Artemis program that fuels humanity's trips to the moon, to supplying hospitals with pure oxygen that saves countless lives, LGT hauls it all. LGT is hiring coast-to-coast, looking for local drivers, over-the-road drivers, and teams. We offer great benefits and excellent pay while working with a friendly team of experienced drivers. Does working for LGT sound like something you're interested in? Be sure to apply at lgttransport.avatarfleet.com jobs. Again, that's lgttransport.avatarfleet.com jobs. Take the leap and let's move forward together. Also, I guess this year, or was it last year, um, your mom got sick, yeah, and uh I think that uh one of the things that happens, particularly when you're an over the road truck driver, is that um you have family things that come up that are sometimes difficult to manage, yeah, so I kind of wondered if you would mind talking a little bit about you know how do you take care of aging parents when you're over the road
1: yeah, uh, well, we came home uh you know about every three weeks we go home and so about a year ago or so when we got home, I could just tell things weren't right with my mom. She just forgetful. Um, uh, I guess just typical old age starting to, the beginning parts of dementia, um, wasn't remembering to eat, wasn't remembering to clean up after herself, that kind of stuff. And with my wife being a nurse, she's seen the symptoms of what was really going on. Um, she ended up having to go to the hospital, uh, and basically now she's going to an, elic- or an assisted living home. Um, but what's nice about it is, I guess with my wife being a nurse, she knows how to take care of certain things like that and knows what questions to ask. Um, so it was nice for her to actually be able to step out of the truck and go home. And knowing that my mom's taken care of, I'm actually able to come out and work You know, I still get to go home and see her whenever I want because, I, you know, being an owner-operator, I can go home when things I really need to be home for. Um, And just with Tina being there, it's a lot more comforting knowing that she's being taken care of and it's not just some nurse being paid to do it.
0: Yeah. I think sometimes being an owner-operator gives you a little bit more flexibility when things like that happen. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. And what's nice in your situation is you have you and your wife run team. Right. And if something comes up, then one of you can stay home and one of you can drive and, and right. still manage to make ends meet. So yeah. I think it's much harder for some of the solo drivers that are out there. Yeah. We have a particular. Oh, it would
1: definitely be hard if I was a solo driver. And because I, you know, knowing my mom's situation, I might have had to have lo- worked local around Ohio just so I could be home every day to take care of her. Um, But doing it this way, uh, you know, I I know that there's always somebody there to take care of her, and I have the ability to, uh, I don't know, what do you you want to call it? Uh,
0: Adjust your schedule? Yeah. 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 To accommodate that. Right. Right. So would is there um, anything else that you'd like to share with uh, the people who are out there listening?
1: Uh, other than really just if you're looking to get into trucking, period, um, I've done all kinds of things. I've done uh, the van trailers, uh, LTL freight. I've done uh, reefer, um, flatbed. So wish I would have just done cryogenic right from the (laughs) get-go. It's so much easier. You don't have to wait on shippers for anything. You know, you get loaded. You go and you make your delivery. You're not waiting in line for anything, uh, for the most part. Um, The job itself is easy, you know, physically. It's not a hard unloading 40,000 pounds of ketchup, you know, at a food warehouse, you know. That you have to do by hand now I mean this is you lift a 20 pound hose and hook it up and you press start on a pump I mean that's it doesn't get much simpler uh, there's some other technical things you got to learn but it's it's simple and I just really wish I would had done it a long time ago
0: so of the cryogenics then what's your favorite is it co2
1: oh yeah co2 is easy um, really? it's the easiest to learn um really all you got to do is worry about two pressures right you know oxygen argon nitrogen uh nitrous oxide they're all easy themselves there's just a little bit more Mm hands-on with that um the nice thing about co2 is once you start to pump you just watch a gauge and that's basically it wait for it to empty out and Mm -hmm. turn around go back do it again
0: What about hazmat? Does it worry you?
1: No, Mm -hmm. it never really did. Um, I mean, I had hazmat right from the get go, even with Schneider. Um, you know, obviously I had to have it to work for them. Um, the first hazmat load I ever hauled, I think it was a half a pallet of pails of paint. And I was so scared to drive it because (laughs) I got these placards on my trailer that says flammable. I thought the thing was going to blow up or whatever. And you know, That's the only scary thing that, you know, is in the very beginning. Then once you realize that these companies, especially with like with uh, all the safeties that are on these trailers that you guys have here, um, so many things have to go wrong in order for anything to go wrong. Um, And it's just not going to happen. There's just too many safeties in place. So, no, I'm not scared to haul hazmat or anything.
0: Uh, One last question. then we'll let you go. What is something people might not know about truck drivers?
1: We're all usually very family oriented because we're away from our families quite a bit that we miss them a lot more than most people probably do. So that's the nice thing about actually having my wife with me now. After 28 years, you know, she's come out with me and so, yeah. I think it's probably missing family. So most of us are more family oriented.
0: All right. Well, we appreciate your time today. Appreciate yeah. you joining us.
1: Okay. Thank Thanks you. to
0: Mike Noble. So that's it on this episode of Driver Stories. Be sure to download and rate our podcast and follow us on social media. We post new content daily and would love to hear from some of our listeners about what they think of the podcast and send us your questions. If LGT sounds like a good fit for you, visit www.lgttransport.com for more information. Or you can also visit lgttransport.avatarfleet.com and apply today. Thanks everyone for listening.